Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. In every episode, we look at a current event from the perspective of a curious child. This is your host Sangeeta from India and my co-host today is Keshav. I'm 14 years old and I'm from North Carolina in the United States. In every episode, we discuss one interesting news story, be it in science or politics or business or entertainment. So Keshav, how often do you read the news? I read the news um, probably around once or twice every week. So then I know what current events are happening around me. And uh, where do you read this news? I go to Google News because it shows many different sources. I recently started listening to this podcast because I wanted to know the opinions of other people that are around my age on multiple different topics. So in today's episode, Keshav, we are going to talk about why a ship needs to be saved quite quickly. Can I uh, jump in with a riddle perhaps? Keshav, see if you can guess what place I'm talking about. So the hints are, it is a fairly salty sea. It is not the saltiest seas. It connects to an ocean without even a single river meeting this sea. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Dead Sea in Israel? Uh, no, it's okay. I'll give you a hint. It's a fairly large sea. It is in the same region of the world, which means it's somewhere near the Middle East, Africa and Europe. Mm. Is it the Red Sea? Yes, it is the Red Sea. And let me ask you a silly question while we are at it. What happens if you throw a stone into the Red Sea? It turns red it, or it floats? No, it's neither. The, the, the stone will get wet. Jumping into our topic for the day. So, there is a ship in the Red Sea. It's called the Ephesus Sapphire. And it contains a lot of crude oil. Do you know what people make with crude oil, Keshav? They make petroleum. They make And they make diesel, kerosene and many other products used to fuel machinery. So, now here's a ship that contains a lot of crude oil. And when I say a lot, I mean about little more than a million barrels of crude oil and wow yeah it's a really big ship it's in i believe one of the largest oil tankers of the world since 2015 it's been sitting there very few people have been able to reach the ship to even maintain the ship you know when you have a ship you need to clean things and do some maintenance so do you own a bicycle uh, yes i do Two, right. in fact Oh, you own two bikes. How do you maintain them? Um, I usually just um, wash them when they get dirty. And uh, do you also oil them, change grease? Yeah. So you, mm-hmm. you grease the chains? Ah, uh, yes. So right. then they don't uh, break or such. What do you think would happen if you left your bike by a, you know, by a porch of your house for seven years? It would definitely get rusted and it would be very hard, if not impossible, to ride. 
You're lucky. If I left mine for seven years, someone will definitely steal it. So now imagine there is a ship sitting in the Red Sea, which no one has been able to do any maintenance on for seven years. What do you think is likely to have happened to this ship? The ship might have like corroded or like rusted and then started breaking apart because nobody has been taking care of it. So, or might just be like throwing things into the sea. So, so the yeah. ship might be throwing things into the sea because? Not necessarily like throwing, but it might be just like breaking apart and then um, the pieces of the ship might be floating around. Ah, okay, got it. Yeah, so thankfully, no, that hasn't happened yet. Unfortunately, the people who own the oil on the tanker are not doing what, you know, you just described about, say, what you would do with your own bicycle or how your parents would maintain the car regularly. And the oil belongs to uh, one of the countries that borders the Red Sea. Countries like Egypt, Sudan... Uh, Eritrea, Djibouti, um, Yemen, and Saudi Arabia all border it. This FSO Safar is docked near the port of Yemen. Do you have any idea mm-hmm. what's going on in Yemen? Um, there's been there's a civil war between government forces and Houthis. I think um, it started maybe ten ish years ago. Very right. The war started seven years ago. And uh, uh, let me just summarize it very quickly. So there's a bit of a fight going on in Yemen. There are uh, Mm -hmm. two, three groups of people who are fighting against each other. And uh, why are they fighting? The usual reasons. Why do you think groups of people fight in a country? For power, resources, control. So that's why there's a little bit of fighting going on. It's not a little bit, actually, it's one of the biggest conflicts that is going on in the world. If any of our podcast listeners would like to listen to this, uh, there's a nine-year-old child called Joanna. She and I had discussed the conflict in Yemen in episode 19. A link to that episode is given in the show notes below. Uh, It's a rather interesting story for um, listeners to piece together. So coming back to our ship story, now both because these groups have been a little too busy fighting, they haven't bothered to keep the ship in a good working condition. You remember I told you the ship is really big? You know how people on the ship get from one part of the deck to another? By walking? Uh, No, it's very big. So they find walking painful. They... Use speedboats to get to one end. Okay, no hint. It's something that they use inside the ship. Maybe use a bike or something that has wheels to move. Exactly. They use bikes inside the ship to get from one end of the deck to Mm -hmm. another. It's that big a ship. What do Mm -hmm. you think would happen if this ship were to break apart? then the oil contained within it would definitely go into the Red Sea. So when oil spills in um, like busy places like the Red Sea, then fishermen can't catch fish because the fish are and other 
animals that live in or near the water are usually harmed by the oil because it's bad for them and shipping might be um like halted or stopped because the oil can cause a lot of trouble with the ships passing through of course our oil can't dissolve in water so it'll stay only on the top it will make it harder for oxygen to go down so that means the animals that depend on sunlight and oxygen which is most of the animals on earth they won't be able to breathe or see the sun so they eventually die also it's a very popular tourist destination imagine if a tourist reaches a beach and all he sees is a slick black oil surface in the water you know that comes up to the beach how would the view mm-hmm. be like would you want to go to a beach like that for a holiday oh no the yemenis so far who've been busy fighting a war uh, you know within each other sorry no time for cleaning ships Keshav, tell me now, if you were someone powerful in the world, you know, what would you do? I I would try negotiating with the rebels. I mean, it's tough if, because if you give them like money or something, they could use it to hurt other people. Ah, uh, what would you then do to the ship itself or the oil on the ship? I would um probably push for it to be moved somewhere else. But the ship can't move. Remember, you told me that if I if you left your bike on in your house untouched for seven years, it's likely to rust and you know fall apart. So this ship is not in any condition or position to be sailed and taken somewhere. Where is the ship located? Is it located near to the, like close to the coast of a country or in the middle of the sea? It's docked near a port of Yemen. The port is called Hodeida. Maybe use other like machinery or smaller boats or cranes to remove the oil, move them to land. The solution that you just described is very close to what a group of countries have all recommended. We need to move the oil from this ship to a ship that is. safer for the transfer temporary solution it's going to cost about 80 million dollars who do you think should pay for it the countries that use the red sea as a means of transportation many european countries have today pledged uh, the saudi arabian government has also pledged of course the yemenis can't give any money because they actually don't have much money left why don't we call jack sparrow he can move liquids faster than anyone So shall yeah. we move on to the next exciting part of the episode? Quiz time. Let's see how well you listen. Question 1. Can you name any four countries that border the Red Sea? Egypt borders the Red Sea, uh, Saudi Arabia borders the Red Sea, Sudan borders the Red Sea and Finally, Yemen borders the Red Sea. Question two: Near the port of which country is the ship FSO Safar docked? The 
the ship is docked near the near a port in the country of Yemen. The last and the final question: What happens when oil spills into the sea? Does it float or does it get dissolved in water? It floats. That's it from us today. If you do enjoy listening so far, please do leave a rating and a review. We'd like to know how much you like listening to Sangeeta and I chatting. If you'd like to be alerted when the next exciting episode is released on this podcast channel, please do click the follow or the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If any of you curious children out there have a question for either Keshav or me, please do drop us an email at hello at wsnt.in. Thanks for listening. 